Hello friends. Can't believe I'm still doing this, man. It's almost been a year. Interesting. And I can't believe, like, I say all the time, but I can't believe you are still listening. What is it that you like? Like, I need some feedback. What is it that you like? Why are you still listening to this? <laughs> it's gone through some ups and downs, you know, some changes. I have an idea to make this a unique podcast, to make it different than all the others. And um, I was going to do it this week. That's why the podcast is late. I'm sorry. I don't know if any of you are actually subscribed. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it is late. And uh, the reason it's late is because I had a new idea uh, of how I was going to do the podcast. And it would change things up pretty... I would say pretty drastically, but make it unique to listen to. Uh, The audio version, I would say, would for the most part stay the same. But then for it to have, I think, a pretty interesting video component, which I've been toying with on YouTube. I've only put, excuse me, I've only briefly put small clips. Um, But yeah, I was... I think it's about time, whatever it is, to try something new. Almost been a year. So for my, I guess in my skills of just speaking into nothing, speaking with no audience, I think that those skills are continuing to develop and get better. But now, like there, I don't like editing, excuse me, but I feel if your podcast is going to have a certain level of value and attract new listeners, there needs to be some level of polish, some level of production, like show me why should I, why should I care about your podcast if you don't care about your podcast enough to make it attractive, make it appealing. So if it's not next week, maybe the week after, you'll see on particularly on YouTube that the podcast has changed slightly uh, I don't want to say what it is in case I just I, I don't want to say I, I will decide not to do it I will do it because it's only uh, a small change but uh, so yeah within the next couple weeks you could um, you could see something different a different layout and no I don't have a cold it's just that I am position I position I position myself in a weird spot so I'm kind of almost in a reclining position I don't know so uh, that's probably why I, sa- I sound a little bit stifled uh, yeah so that's probably it I uh, okay I went to the podiatrist I was gonna yeah I went to the podiatrist this when was it? Was it this week? It was last week, I believe. It's so funny. My feet are so flat. My mom used to make fun of me and say I have cartoon feet. Apparently that's a thing that they used to say in Africa for people who are flat-footed. And I know you're probably in your mind, you're thinking, oh, how flat are your feet? Did I already talk about it? But, um... No, it's like super flat. It's literally flat. I have no arch whatsoever. Oh yeah, I did talk about my flat feet. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I went to get. Um, oh yeah, I talked about it because I was. It was giving me some some difficulty walking and some pain. Um, 
uh, one of my my friends did mention that it is appropriate for you to give yourself a foot massage, but I feel like that'd be pretty weird. I don't know. I'll try it. But uh, yeah, so I went to the podiatrist, and it's so funny because my podiatrist my podiatrist just roasted me. First of all, the assistant when I went on to stand on the scale, the imaging scale thing, the uh, I went to step on it for the body scan, and then the assistant immediately was like, "Whoa, you have flat feet." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm here." And then also when I sat down, the doctor came in. But while before the doctor came in, I was looking at some of their their charts there, their images of the anatomy. And then I noticed, yeah, with my flat feet, uh, I would have, my feet have a pronation. Uh, whereas if you have high arches, your feet uh, supinate. So low arches or fallen arches like myself, your feet pronate. So I asked my doctor, I was like, hey, um, so you'd say in my condition, uh, my feet have a, a pronation, right? And she was like, no, no, in your case, it's a hyper, hyper, hyper pronation. <laughs> I was like, okay. But uh, we're getting there. The new orthotics are like really state of the art. Yeah, it's like, the, it's, it's like the highest form of technology. So I'm excited about that to get my feet, my feet right. I, uh, I was looking up on YouTube some videos, some ASL videos. I have uh, my ASL lesson tomorrow. It's kind of like a review, a quiz thing. And uh, so far in terms of my proficiency with AFL, I'm continuing to get better at uh, finger spelling and also to recognize finger spelling because people who are fluent in ASL, when they finger spell, they go really fast. If you don't know, finger spell just means like you spell out the letters of a word as opposed to the sign for that word. That could be because you don't know the sign. So you'd be like, hey, how do I say? And then you'd finger spell the thing that you're trying to sign or uh, for names or uh, I guess proper nouns, a lot of proper nouns. Um, you would need to finger spell it if it doesn't already have a sign and obviously people's names you could say oh Daniel and then you'd have to spell out Daniel so people uh, know you know but yeah so that's why I'm working on I'm working on um, so I'm working on my finger spelling to recognize it and then also to have good good speed and good flow with my spelling and uh, what else we have like I can describe things like I can describe what someone's wearing like clothing and their appearance and we have some vocabulary words that you know basic vocabulary uh, some commands like turn off the light open the window close the door write down this just some yeah, so it's just basic, but I looked up a video on fingerspelling and oh my goodness, I thought I was getting good at it. I am not good at it at all. Like I looked it up um, and the video I looked at, it was just like, I guess it was even level one. There's one that was a little bit more intense, 
Yeah, okay, this one says fingerspelling practice level one, American Sign Language. Let's look at it. I can play this while we're on the podcast because uh, ASL, obviously, no audio necessary, it's just visual. So, what's going to happen here is mainly it's probably going to be names, but the teacher is going to fingerspell some names and then the person there has to uh, recognize the name and just type the name that the person's fingerspelling. Does that make sense? So the, the, the instructor will spell a name and then the person and the, the student has a keyboard and will type the name that the, per, the instructor spelled. Okay, we'll type the name that, okay. So he started, he just did EK. Yeah, I could see that, that's simple. EK, EK, EK. Eek, E-E-K, okay. Okay, so that was O, no, that's F. What? No, that's F, oh, fog, fog, F-O-G. But he's doing this all really quick. So, I have to recognize the letters quickly. Okay, next one. Oh, that's Eek again, E-E-K, E-E-K, yeah. And then fog, okay. And then, uh, oh, that is, sorry, maybe it's hard, F, R, Y, Fry. How does he do it so quick? I'm really impressed. Okay, Fog, okay, Fry. So, which one is that? That was Dog. Okay, all right, we'll just do a couple more. Gas, that was gas. Nice. That's gas. G A S. But he's doing this all like different level of speeds to make sure that to make sure that you're catching it all. Oh, this guy's struggling. Uh -huh. No. No, that's G A, yeah? S. There you go. He must be new. I'm kinda new, but he might be just under pressure. We'll do two more and then we'll change topics. D, E, no, that was what? D, O, yeah, that was dog again. D, O, G. D, O, G. D, O, yeah, G. Ah, he's so nervous. Okay. Oh, that one's a different one. G, L, no, wait. U E. That's glue. But the way this guy fingerspelled it, it just it flows so quick. I don't know if you guys are familiar with sign language, but it's so quick. Okay. Now right, what was that? F O G. F O G. F O G fog. I'm trying to also do it at the same time. So alright. Okay, this is the last one. Sorry, guys. It's probably not entertaining for you. G, oh, that's gas. I just want him to do another word to see if I can recognize it. Yeah. Aw, this guy is so embarrassed. That's eek. Yeah, he, uh, give, give us a new word. What was that? F-O-G. That's fog again. That's fry. Okay. Give us a new word. That's gas. 
G-A-S, yeah. Okay, give us a new word, guy. Oh, that's glue, yeah, I remember glue. Yeah. How do they do it so fast? I am so impressed at the speed. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that was very quick, okay. G-L-A, is that gland? G-R-A-N-D, grand, okay. So, I still need to work on my uh, finger spelling as well. Let's see here. But uh, I have, like I said, class tomorrow. We'll have a quick little quiz in class. Hopefully, I will continue to get better. Anyways, I, uh, today I don't think I got anything really accomplished. Let's see how far into the podcast we're in. Okay, let me talk about something interesting then. I, um, the Will Smith thing. Did I talk? I, it's so hard to, to know what I talked about on last podcast. I don't really listen to it. <laughs> I just record them. But Will Smith, uh, did you guys see the Instagram post he, he made? He had that Instagram post of a picture of himself and he tagged it as like, I'm not going to lie, I'm in the worst shape I've ever been. <laughs> And it was, uh, yeah, he wasn't looking like a movie star, Will Smith. He was looking pretty out of shape, a little bit of a belly and whatnot. And uh, he was just standing basically in his underwear. So it was a funny post. And then he kind of like memed it and got people to send him in their, uh, their pictures, guys to send them pictures of themselves not in that great of a shape with the whole dad bod thing going on. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool to see that Will Smith can be self-deprecating like that. You know, he's definitely, in my generation, the biggest movie star there's ever been. Um, before, because I count Arnold Schwarzenegger as before my time. That was like the 90s. I wasn't really watching action movies and big movies, uh, big high-budget movies at the time. So I'd say for people my age and our... Uh, late 20s, uh, in our 20s and early 30s, Will Smith was probably, no, probably, probably late 20s, late 20s and yeah, just 20s in general, and probably Will Smith was our biggest star. So to see someone who we're used to seeing always having chiseled abs and um, pecs and all that in that shape and like not, not crying about it, just making a joke about it was really... That's body positivity, eh? And uh, it made me understand body positivity a little bit more. Obviously, I've never been, not obviously, but I kind of understood it from a woman's perspective when they talk about body positivity. But since it never really pertained to me, it's different when it's something that like, it's for you, I mean, if that makes sense. Because I think guys also have pre- can experience pressure to look a certain way. And then for him just making a joke about it really makes it a little bit alright for other men to accept their bodies. That they're not in the best shape or they're not in the shape they used to be. That sort of thing. I, I thought it was something positive. So that was pretty cool. Today though. Oh, I, uh, apparently the vaccine is almost ready for people my age. Now here in Montreal, they're making available for people 30 and up. 
so I have to wait until today is the 10th until Wednesday I believe then I can apply uh, to get an appointment for my vaccine I'm still also waiting for my blood donor card I still don't know what my blood type is unfortunately but uh, yeah so we're we're moving along I really want I'm gonna get vaccinated and I want eventually a lot of people get vaccinated so we can open things up and life can go back to normal like today I didn't really do much I worked today I went out for a little bit during my lunch break and then also no I didn't go out during my lunch break today no I didn't it was just during uh, I did like a 10 minute walk uh, in the middle of the morning but I had some things I wanted to accomplish today didn't do them didn't do them which is probably I'll see how I can fit that in into my life because tomorrow I have my sign language class and then uh, Wednesday I have a meeting involving my ministry responsibilities and then Thursday do I have anything I guess it's not until Thursday and Friday where my week opens up so I don't know I should have done it today but I, I just wasn't feeling it my, the, the weekends really tucker me out so but uh, but um, I don't know we're almost we're almost what how can I say it I don't know I think great things are coming let's just say that great things are ahead all right uh, was there anything else that I want to sorry if, if this episode is a little bit stale let let me see if I can spice this up a little bit I am okay let me see how I can make this a little bit more riveting for you all uh, the finger spelling I hope you enjoyed <laughs> What's another interesting thing? There must be like an article here that I could find that we can like dive into and I can give you an opinion on. Let's see here. Uh, let's go to Google. But the Google doesn't have like a homepage. Like, do you know how Bing, remember Bing, even though no one ever uses it? Bing, didn't that have like a homepage with like random articles random things that are going on uh for you to like waste your time clicking on maybe canoe.ca has that i remember ma my mom one time said uh she was talking about something that was going on in the world and she's like oh you didn't hear about it did you not see it on bing oh so cute of course i didn't see it on bing no one uses bing Okay, so I just went to Bing.com right now. Let's see what's going on on Bing.com. Oh, Bing is just a search engine, right? It doesn't have articles. Yeah, it has articles here. So good. Um, let's see. What's a good article for us to comment on today? On this day in history. Oh, quite a few things happened this day in history. Teen so teen sovereigns sovereigns. Begin, wow, I can't even speak. Teen sovereigns begin their sumptuous reign. I don't know what that means. Teen sovereigns begin their sumptuous reign. The level of lack of intellect. Okay, so on this day in 1774. Oh, okay, on this day in 1774, 
Louis and Maria Sen, Louis the the Sixteenth, Mary Antoinette. This is not giving me. This is why no one uses Bing. Bing's uh, I'm actually on Bing, and this Bing's layout looks a lot like Google. They changed it up. So what happened? I don't understand what happened today. In 1774, give me an answer. Oh, today in 1774, Louis XVI and Mary Antoinette were executed for treason, I think is what they're saying. Louis had failed to address France's financial problems, instigating the French Revolution that eventually descended upon him. He made matters worse by often escaping to more pleasurable activities like hunting and locksmithing. Interesting. Marie Antoinette was the last queen of France before the French Revolution. She was born an Archduchess of Austria and was the penultimate child of young, ch penultimate child and youngest daughter of Empress Maria Theresa and Empress and Emperor Francis I. She became Dauphine of France in May 1770 at the age of 14. Oh, so today, oh, okay. On May 10th, 1774, her husband ascend her and her husband ascended the throne and she became queen. Oh wow, that's a good day to uh, to know. The day that Mary Antoinette and Louis the 16th became uh, sovereign or whatever you want to call it. Okay. So she was 14 at the time. How old was Louis, whatever it says. Wow, he was executed by guillotine. Yikes! It was freaks me out that people used to watch executions. Yikes! Like, I don't understand why anyone would want to watch that. But that was when the family would go see. Could you imagine taking your kids out to see an execution? Oh my god. Would you, I, life must have been so different. I guess people's maybe views surrounding death were maybe a little different. Do you think, like I'm, one of, I'm wondering what was the, is impetus the word? Let me look up what impetus mean. What was the motivation to take your family out to see an execution? I think the one angle I could accept, I can understand, is maybe these people were thinking, okay, I want my family, I want my kids to understand that the justice can be served, and we're seeing justice, this person was a bad person, and this is justice being served. Impetus. Is that how you spell it? How you say it? Impetus. Yeah. The force or energy with which a body moves. Great. Similar to momentum, propulsion, or impulsion. So I think the impetus uh, was maybe to show your kids there's consequences to actions, or, yeah, I think that's the only thing that would make sense to me. Or maybe a deterrent to your kids, like, don't be, yeah, don't, maybe, that's the same thing I just said. Don't be a... Uh, don't be a, a bad person or else you'll end up in a guillotine. 1975, on this day in 1975, the Alpha Beta. Uh, 
Sony releases Betamax home video format in Japan. I've heard of Betamax, but I've never seen it. Uh, JVC will soon market their alternate their alternate video home video home system. I can't even speak today. VHS. Yeah, VHS were much better than Betamax. What did they look like? Let me look at. Uh, is there a picture? Wow, this is why no one uses Bing. Why am I still on Bing? It looks like. Uh, oh, okay. What Betamax kind of looks like. Uh, it looks almost. Yeah, it looks almost the same as uh, as a VHS. Maybe it's a little bit bigger. Excuse me, I yawned. Maybe it's a little bit, a little bit better. I can't even speak, guys. I'm so sorry. Maybe it's a little bit bigger. And the pic, wow, this is why no one uses Bing, or this is why my computer, my home computer is so slow. It is so slow. Well, that was interesting. Well, I hope that spiced it up a little bit. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say sorry, man. But, uh, you know, I'm better than this. Next podcast will be better. Have a different format. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll have a different format. And uh, I think you'll like it. It'll be a little bit... It'll be a little bit more... What's that expression? Is that on the seam of your pants or the seat of your pants? By the seat of your pants. Let me get off of Bing, first of all. Why am I still on Bing? Oh, my gosh. I am my own worst enemy uh, by the I can't type on this computer because this is a different laptop than my work life laptop by the seat by the ah oh, by the is it by the seat of your pants that's so weird what's where's the seat of your pants Fly by the seat of your pants, meaning and origin. Let's see what that says. Fly by the seat of your pants. I'm on the nifty website called Phrase Finder. Phrase Finder. Famous last words. Okay, what is the meaning of, of the phrase, fly by the seat of your pants? To fly by the seat of your pants is to decide a course of action as you go along. Yeah. Use your own initiative and perceptions rather than predetermined plan or mechanical aids. That's like my life, really. What's the origin? Uh, fly by the seat of your pants is parlance from early days of aviation. Aircraft initially had few navigation aids and flying was accomplished by means of pilot judgment. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Do they mean like I guess that makes sense because they didn't have air control, mission control. What do you call them? They didn't have that. So just you'd be up there <laughs> and you just have to kind of maybe have a map and know a general direction of where you're going. Could you imagine? Do you remember before GPS? <laughs> Before GPS, when when you had your buddy 
in the passenger seat with that big map that they had to fold up that was covering half of your windshield anyways. Imagine that on a plane, because you probably didn't have a buddy with you. So you're flying a plane, and you probably have to take out a map and your compass <laughs> and just be like, where am I going? Okay, that mountain looks like that mountain, but that mountain's facing north because the sun's over here. And then you'd have to figure out, wow, that expression fly by the seat of your pants makes a little bit more, more sense now. The term emerged in the 1930s and was first widely used in reports of Douglas Corrigan's flight from the USA to Ireland. The flight was reported in many years, blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is the thing about a lot of these type of like random informative articles out on the internet. They start off interesting and then they want to cram in things you don't care about. Just tell me the origin. I don't care about like, I, I didn't come here to learn about Douglas Corrigan. I came here to learn about the expression, you know what I mean? Okay, there's one more thing here that uh, seems interesting before we wrap it up. Famous last words. I want to hear some famous last words. Okay. Dying words are a very special form of quotation. Some are rehearsed and contrived. Others are spontaneous and witty. Famous last words are often impromptu sayings spoken by the dying person for the first and, of course, last time on their deathbed. Okay. 36 famous people on their famous last words. Kurt Cobain, 1967 to 1994. So that means, oh yeah, here's the 27th club. It's better to burn out than to fade away. His final words were written in a suicide note. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I should have known looking up famous last words was going to get dark. <laughs> But I didn't expect it to get dark that quick. Well, just listen, read a couple more. Oh, no. Okay, this is the last one I'm reading. Never mind. I didn't know it was going to be like this, guys. The only other one that, came, that we're going to read here is Steve Jobs. His famous last words were, oh, wow. Mm. Jobs' final words before his death were, oh, wow, repeated three times after a long last look at his family. Oh, and on that note, enjoy the rest of your week. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.